Hi guys, I'm your host, Abby Bear, and this is my podcast, Let's Be Real. And I'm here to talk about all the hard things that we go through as women. Um, But on this first episode, I will just tell you a little bit about myself. So I am 23 and I live in Utah. Um, I've been married to my husband, Jeffrey, for a little over two years. Um, we've been together for about five and we have a little puppy named Honey. She's a golden doodle. We got her about three and a half months ago and yeah, so we have been through a lot in the past couple years, but more so the last year. Um, so about a year ago, it was December of 2022. Um, My husband and I talked about we wanted to start a family, but we didn't know like when yet. We just talked about it. Um, I was so, I was more ready than he was at first. Um, So we were like, okay, we'll just give it a couple months. And we never wanted to try. We just wanted to let it happen when it was supposed to happen. And um, I got off birth control in like 2021. It was right after I got married. So my body was, I was just doing like ovulation test and just trying to know my cycle better. Um, so prior to that conversation with my husband, we, um, well, I was seeing an OB for just like my periods and I wasn't ovulating. So I was getting checked out for that. I was doing, it was called 21 day progesterone where they just confirm if you're ovulating and I was not ovulating. Um, so I was really upset about that. And my OB was like, you're going to probably have to take some fertility meds to get pregnant. Um, so that's what led to the conversation in December of 2022 that we wanted a baby, but we just didn't know kind of our plan now because I might have to take fertility drugs. Um, So then come January of 2023, uh, I found out I was pregnant on January 16th for the first time. It was a surprise. I was so excited. Um, I, it's crazy. I got home from work and I just like had a feeling to take a pregnancy test. So I did. And, um, I just remember being in the bathroom and I looked at the test it was the faintest line. And I just remember being in shock. I didn't think it was real. So I, um, I took a digital and the digital said not pregnant. So I was like, so confused. Um, then my husband called me on his way home from work and I was like, Hey Jeff, um, I think I'm pregnant. And he was like, what? So he got home and I ran out in the driveway with this little strip pregnancy test with the faintest line. And he's like, I don't think that means pregnant if there's like a faint, faint line. And I was like, no, I think it does because I was like Googling. So we went to Smith's and bought like three boxes of pregnancy tests. And I just remember I was just shaking. I just didn't know yet if I was pregnant, but I thought I was. So I'm sitting on the bathroom floor with Jeff and um, I took another like strip test, like pregnancy test. 
and it was the faintest line again. And we took a digital, another digital. And we're just talking. And I was like, Jeffrey, look down at the test. And it said pregnant. And we were both in shock. Because I prior to this, like I found out I wasn't ovulating. So I didn't think I could get pregnant. So this was just like a surprise. We were in shock. Oh my gosh, but so excited. Like Jeff was in shock for sure. Um, but oh my gosh, I was so excited. Um, so I, I just remember shaking, but I, um, all these emotions running through me, same with Jeff, but we were so excited. And at this time we were living with my parents. So I was like, okay, we have to go tell my mom and dad right now, especially if we live with them. Like, how can I keep this a secret? So I was like three weeks and three days, very, very early. Um, which is crazy. I just felt like I was pregnant. So I took a test. So we ran upstairs and I told my parents to close their eyes and I put my digital pregnancy test in their hands. Um, sounds gross. The cap was on. My pee was not on the test. Um, and I was like, Hey, open your eyes. And they were so excited. Like it was so fun to see their reaction. Um, and then I told my siblings that night and just put the pregnancy test down and had them look at it. They were so excited. And we called Jeff's family. We FaceTimed them cause, cause some of them live out of town and, uh, they all, someone, one of the, my sister-in-law was like, you guys are pregnant. Cause we FaceTimed and it just seemed weird and they were so excited. Um, my little sister-in-laws, they're younger than me. They were crying. It was cute. Everybody was super excited for us. And like I announced to them all when I was three weeks pregnant, um, like I'm just that type of person. I'm an open book. Obviously, I'm now sharing this with you guys. Um, and so I, I just was so excited. Like I just wanted to share to everybody. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm pregnant. And then I told my coworkers because I'm a pharmacy technician and there's just some medication I have to avoid when I'm pregnant. So... Um, yeah, I just remember, well, I think it took me a couple days actually to tell work. I waited a little bit and I told them I was pregnant because I just could not keep my mouth shut. I was so excited. Um, yeah, so that was our time finding out we were pregnant for the first time with our first baby. So, um, I called like my OB and they're like, I told them I was pregnant and they're like, okay, well, we won't see you tell your like eight weeks. And I was like, you're kidding. So I had to wait five weeks for my first ultrasound. And in that time frame, so I just remember being really, really tired. Like I'm already a tired person, but I was exhausted. Like I didn't want to do anything. Like work was really hard for me. I slept all the time and I never got like morning sickness. I was like, I mean, I was nauseous, I guess kind of like in the morning a little bit, but I just had to eat to not feel nauseous. I just had to constantly have snacks. Um, and I remember I was so tired one night. I did not want to blow dry my hair. So I sat on my bedroom floor and my husband dried my hair for me. It was cute. Um, yeah, so just exhaustion. And I took preg- pregnancy tests a lot because I just didn't, I was like, I can't believe I'm pregnant. And I just, that was my only way of confirming before an ultrasound. So then, um, my first ultrasound was my eight week appointment. Um, and they do like the whole, like you have to pee in the cup, 
get some blood work done. And then my OB came in. And it's nice because my OB does the ultrasounds. I don't actually go to an ultrasound tech. She does them for me. So I it's like the vaginal probe they do. Um, because it's so tiny first to see. And I remember she put the probe in and was looking around forever. And I was like, oh my gosh, why is there nothing? And she's like, your bladder is blocking everything. I need you to go pee. So, okay, that made me feel better. But, oh my gosh, I was nervous. So then I came back with an empty bladder. She did the ultrasound again. And she's like, okay, there's your baby. And, oh, I was so relieved to see something on the ultrasound. But it looked really small. And come to find out, so I was supposed to be eight weeks. And she's like, so you're only measuring around six weeks. So I was two weeks behind which that freaked me out. Um, and she tried to listen for a heartbeat and she couldn't hear a heartbeat. So she's like, it's okay. Like sometimes like dates can be off with like your period, your ovulation. And so she's like, and it's okay. Like we don't hear a heartbeat, but that doesn't mean there's not a heartbeat. Sometimes it is just too early. So I just, I was really nervous. I had an uneasy feeling about things. Um, But she gave us, like, a little book about, like, information about pregnancy. So that made me feel better because she was hopeful. She's like, I think everything's okay. Because we saw, like, the yolk sac and we saw the baby. But I was just measuring behind. So it was scary. I was so confused. Um, And it was terrible because we had to backtrack. So I was eight weeks pregnant. And then I had to go back and say I'm two weeks. I mean, oh, my gosh, six weeks pregnant. So it just dragged out the pregnancy I had a backtrack oh my gosh it was awful so she's like I want to see you in about a week and make sure everything's progressing how it should so I just remember every day I was just like telling my husband I'm like why like why was I measuring behind just I was complaining I was just scared I constantly was like I don't think this is normal and I just remember googling and I'm the worst I should not google because it will scare you Um, yeah, so I went back, well, actually before my next ultrasound, I started spotting and spotting is completely normal in pregnancy, but, um, it also can mean other things. And then I was cramping, but my cramping, my OB was like, that's normal. Your uterus is just stretching, which makes sense. But so I had a couple scares, like I remember calling like, the after line like the OB like an on-call OB or something and just talking to somebody if I should go to the ER but they're like you should be okay um because I I was actually bleeding more this time too so I had a lot of scares so I went in for my let's see so I was supposed to be seven weeks because we had a backtrack so that ultrasound to make sure everything was progressing And the baby was still measuring six weeks of this appointment again. But my sack and my yolk sack had gotten bigger. Um, And she tried to hear heartbeat, couldn't hear heartbeat again. But she's like, "Uh, um, the sack has grown. So she goes, it looks like things are still progressing. Like the yolk sack looks like it's growing. Um, But she's like, it's just hard to say. So they took like my HCG um, because they had taken it at my first appointment and it had gone up a ton. So she's like, that's a good sign. Um, so then 
I feel like I blurred out a lot of things though. So I can't, it's hard to, cause I'm telling my story after almost a year of my miscarriage and it's just, it's hard. Like I have a lot of blanks in my story. So I'm kind of jumping around. So then I left that ultrasound and I just was so upset because the baby was still the same size. And I was, I just had this really bad feeling that something was wrong and I could not get past that feeling. Like, I, I don't know. There's something about your intuition. Like you just kind of know. And especially like I was pregnant, like I had this connection to this baby already. And I, I don't know. I just, I had a bad feeling after that ultrasound. Um, so then she, I got in for, I think I had to get more blood work done, but it was a weekend. So I didn't get my results for a couple days. So I just was, I remember, or it had been a couple weeks. Cause I remember I was supposed to be 10 weeks when all this was happening, but I was backtracked. So I wasn't technically 10 weeks. It was, um, so let's see. It's so hard to remember. I have the worst memory too. Um, so I just remember I got out of the shower and I like had my towel on and I was sitting in bed and I had this like the worst cramp, um, just way worse than I've ever felt. And I stood up and I had blood just rush down my legs. And in that moment, I knew it was that it was over. Like I knew I was having a miscarriage. And I, I was living with my parents at the time. My husband was at work. So I yelled for my mom. And I um, just had her come downstairs and it's a very, a very hard moment. And I was just like, mom, like, I think I'm having a miscarriage and I was just bleeding. And I texted my husband um, and but we didn't know at this point because it wasn't enough blood like to know you passed anything. So I called the office and the medical assistant was like, yeah, come in in like an hour. And so I'm like, they probably had already seen my blood work at this time. So they already knew. So we're sitting in the waiting room. My husband got off work luckily. So he was there with me, just my husband and I in the uh, waiting room. And I just remember seeing like pregnant people coming in Everyone looked happy, like someone had their ultrasound picture, and I'm like in the waiting room to know, waiting to see if I miscarried. It was heartbreaking. And I was trying to also be positive and be like, maybe everything's okay, because I know some people bleed. So we get into the OB's office, and um, my OB comes in, and I looked at her, and I'm like, I'm scared. And she walks in the room. I could just tell the look on her face. And she's like, your levels, your HCG has dropped like a thousand. And I was like, what does that mean? She's like, you're miscarrying. And in that moment, everything stopped. Um, I had no words. I had, I was sick. I was so sick to my stomach and I looked at my sweet husband and he was in tears. 
I could not process anything. I did not want to accept it. And I was like, why is this hap- Like, why does this happen? And um, she was like, I'm so sorry. Uh, but she wanted to do another ultrasound to make sure. So here's what I was talking about 10 weeks. So at this appointment, I was like supposed to be 10 weeks. That's really how long I'd been pregnant. Everything should have been 10 weeks. She did the ultrasound because last time I was still measuring six weeks. She put the probe in. The baby was still measuring. Well, actually, like, had gone down a measurement. I think it was around five weeks. Like, it just was slowly fading. Um, The baby had dropped way down on the ultrasound. My yolk sac was gone. But my sac, like, I think at this point my sac was measuring. Actually, I don't remember. It was just big. But things were shrinking. And she's like, let's listen just to make sure. Let's listen and see if there is a heartbeat. And for like two minutes, she listened. And we listened. And it was the emptiest sound. Nothing. We didn't hear anything. And that was so painful. Like we never heard heartbeat ever. But just to try to listen in its emptiness. Oh, it was terrible. So then after that ultrasound, we knew it was over. So she was like, okay, I need you to make a decision um do you want to have a dnc do you want to get the pill where it passes the tissue or do you want to wait for your body to miscarry naturally and i was like what would you do like here's the thing we are put in a situation how like to make a decision our mind is nowhere ready for that in that moment so I had no idea. I looked at my husband. We had no idea. I've never done this before. I was supposed to be there for my 10-week appointment. Everything was supposed to be okay. That's what's terrible. This went so different than it should have, and I hate that. So we had to decide, and I decided on the DNC because for me, I was like, I don't want to see anything come out of me. I don't want to be traumatized. Like, I don't want to be in pain I just want to be put out and get a DNC and not have to see anything so we decided on that and she's like we can't get you in tomorrow though it will have to be the next day so I went home Jeff and I well after we left the office um Jeff and I I just remember walking out and there was pregnant people and I was so triggered in that moment um I was like, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. So we go into the parking lot. And I just remember, I was just, I was so dissociated. I was so numb. And we get in the car. And I just feel like everything else is blocked out from this day. Like, I just remember, like, telling Jeff, I was like, text, we need to text your family. Let them know we lost the baby. And then we were living with my parents at the time. So we were able to tell them in person. But here's the thing. I hadn't miscarried yet. It was like a missed miscarriage. So I was still holding everything in my body, which made me sick that I knew that I was going to have a miscarriage. And um, I was still, my body thought I was pregnant. So I, oh, it was the weirdest feeling. Um, So I remember walking through my front door We texted my family, though, also on the group chat. 
and it was like, hey guys, like I'm going to be having a miscarriage. So we told them and I had my brother, I worked with my brother. Well, I still do at the time. He told all my coworkers. So I just didn't have to tell anybody. Um, and Jeff and I just went downstairs in our room and sat in bed. And then on and off, we just both bawled. We were just, and then we would stop. We would be in shock. We'd cry again. It was the weirdest night. It was the weirdest grief. Um, so then it was the next, the next day, um, I started getting cramps so bad. I can't even describe it. Like, it's not like period cramps. And I had no idea because I chose the DNC. So I didn't know I was going to have to go through any of this. So I started getting the most intense cramps. And I would get so scared. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want it to happen. I can't. Like, I have a DNC tomorrow. I can't. I don't want my body to do this. But Mother Nature, you can't control it. So I was laying on the couch. My mom put like a washcloth over my head because I just felt terrible. I was nauseous, um, like cold sweats. It was terrible. I, yeah, so my cramps started getting super unbearable to the point, like I'm sure, like I know they're contractions. And I ran to the bathroom and, and this part is really graphic. So if you can't listen, skip it. Um pool of blood just went in the toilet and my husband was taking a nap so my mom ran downstairs and got him and he sat in the bathroom with me it was an hour and a half process and I will forever be traumatized because the things that my body had to go through was crazy um things I didn't think could happen happened things that came out of me the amount of blood I lost and for how little a six-week baby is I was surprised and like my sack and I had to pass all of that and it's oh my gosh it was the worst pain I've ever been in and I'm so thankful my husband was there with me I did not want to be in there alone it was terrible and the thing about passing your miscarriage and this is another graphic part is that you have it's in the toilet and I just, I remember when I thought, I was like, okay, I think everything's done because you know, because you would get this cramp and then things would pass. Um, I remember, and I feel so guilty about this because I, there's nothing you can do though. I was like, I can't be in here when we, like when we flush it because I, it's just, and that's, it's just so sickening that we even have to do this. So I remember I went and laid on the couch and my husband had to do that and it's just and the thought of that flushing like I oh it's just the worst that we have to do this and go through this as women and like our body was creating something and now it's gone
so I had my OB's number at this time so I texted her I was like hey I think I passed everything actually so I don't know if I should go in for the DNC and so she told me she's like still go to the hospital tomorrow just and see what they think so the next day we went to the hospital and the doctor called me and he was like hey like I'm the one going to be doing your DNC and I was like oh well actually like I passed a lot of things last night and so He's like, okay, actually go back to your OB's office and do the have her do one last ultrasound to make sure everything's gone. So we went back to the office. They had to do another ultrasound and the sack, everything was gone. I still had, she's like, you still have some tissue in there that needs to come out, but you passed the hard part. And just after the night, the day before seeing something in there and then seeing nothing, Oh, it was heartbreaking. And I, I was so exhausted. I was in pain. And I asked my OB, I was like, can you please prescribe me pain meds? Because I'm still cramping. I'm still bleeding. Um, it was it was awful. So that is my story about my first pregnancy loss. This was my very first ever pregnancy. It was a surprise. And it got ripped away from me. And it was traumatic. And it took me months months to even like accept that I miscarried I wanted to pretend it was it was so hard and I just wanted to start this podcast to be able to tell my story and to be able to help other people know that they are not alone and that and everybody's story is different and everybody's miscarriage is different and mine was a natural miscarriage I had to pass it and some people their process is not painful and other people's like mine it was so painful and we don't know we're not educated much about that like having a natural miscarriage about what that feels like and mine was so bad and um this has been like the hardest thing I've ever gone through um, my miscarriage was actually on March 8th last year. So March 8th of 2023 and months and months later, here I am able to talk about it and share my story. There are some blanks because I have had lots of dissociation and I have forgotten a lot of things because my brains try to block it out. But I just want whoever is listening to this to know if you have had a miscarriage, you are not alone. And it is so hard to lose your baby and to go on with life, grieving and ha- loving something you haven't met before is so weird and grieving that loss. But I'm here to tell you, you will be okay. And It is so hard, but you will be okay. So there's my story. Um, I will definitely get on here and share a lot more, but I just wanted to get on here and talk about that. So, yeah. And I hope you all know you are not alone.